this is Kingsley, your podcast host of Angels and the King, your intuitive life coach. Today's podcast is really going to focus on gratitude. And I want to share seven of my favorite gratitude exercises and activities. So feel free to pause this podcast and grab yourself a pen and a paper and uh, see if any of these activities or exercises resonate with you as uh, I, I have truly found them to change the outlook I have on my current life. So hang on and let's get this party started. So over the last, gosh, I would say the last 15 or even 20 years, I've seen a huge spike as far as scientific studies of thankfulness, gratefulness, and how they influence our day-to-day life. I don't really want to talk to you um, about the acts of gratitude and how we internalize those from a scientific perspective. I want to talk to you about it more on a personal level and how it's not only changed my life, but it's also changed lives of those around me. And it is one of those things, it's, it's like you almost have to, it has to be part of your being. People are constantly complimenting me on, on how optimistic I am. Um, and I've had my fair share of bumps and bruises from death of uh, family members and of an extremely close-knit family. Um, so the death of my father, girlfriends leaving and cheating on you, uh, spending some time in jail. Hey, that's a new one for you guys that I bet that there's less than 1% of people that know me, that think they know me, know me, um, that may not know that I spent a couple of weeks in jail. And let me tell you, even while I was sitting there, um, the, the, the Lord, God, the universe um, um, had lessons to teach me on humility, to teach me about myself. I found so many things to be thankful for while I was in there. And people were just like, oh, my God, I can't believe Kingsley was in jail. I don't, I'm past that point of judgment and shame. I want to share my experience with you. Some of my darkest moments were some of my most beautiful moments where I learned so many countless lessons Um, from something as simple as um, being grateful for free will, you know, to make the choices. You can, it could either make you or break you, but you have to own your choices. And that's one of those things that I learned early on is that you've got to take ownership for your own behavior. That helped to change my life, not to mention the countless uh, self-help books that I've read. And I would read them for myself, but I would also read them to help other people. And it's just, it's totally transformed my life and the way that I view my life. So acts of gratitude, um, like I said, we can talk about this from a scientific perspective, but I really want to talk to you about it from a personal perspective and how it's changed my life and those around me. Now... Most of you have probably heard of The Secret. It was a big movie that came out, uh, gosh, I couldn't even tell you how many years ago. I'll say 15 years ago. And I thought it was a great entryway for people that weren't into self-help to get an understanding of how gratitude or acts of gratitude ties in with the law of attraction, the things that we bring about. I can tell you that I have been in relationships, and relationships you can define as uh, romantic relationships or even platonic relationships, where people surround themselves with um, sorrow uh, and, and a 
they create these self-fulfilling prophecies. They don't understand necessarily the power of their thought process. And this is one of those practices, the gratitude practice. It really teaches you to focus on the beautiful things you have in your life. I'd be lying to say, and anybody that's on my Facebook had probably seen the post a couple months ago. I had posted, it said, hey, what are the, the three things that you're most thankful for? I listed one of them. I couldn't even tell you the other two. I listed one of them. It was like, I thank God for heated seats. People laughed, but what they didn't know is that I was driving a car that the heater went out. It was 30 to 40 degrees outside fluctuating, and my beautiful window got stuck down. So when you could see your breath in your own car, you know that it's cold. Now, that's the internal piece. Like, like I knew that, but I didn't share that experience with everyone. So when I write, I'm thankful for heated seats. I'm like, yeah, this is a tough situation. You know, you're out there driving for dollars. You're making dollars. But what they didn't know is how truly grateful I was for the heated seats. You know what I mean? It's still cold, cold as hell, pardon my language, cold as hell out there. But I was eternally grateful for, hey, you know what? It could be worse. I could be sleeping outside. Now, that's an extreme case for a lot of people because they're like, oh, there's no way I would ever deal with that. And that's perfect. That's okay. But it creates that contrast of like, in my life, man, I realize that things could be worse. I realize things could be better, but I realize that things could be worse. So I kind of turned inward. I'm like, you know what? Thank you, Lord, so much for these heated seats. Now, help me get this window up. Help me get this heater to work in. Uh, you know what I mean? It was, uh, it was one of those eye-opening experiences, but I was eternally grateful for. Now, gratitude, thankfulness, or gratefulness comes from the Latin word gratus, meaning pleasing or thankful. It's a feeling of appreciation felt by and or similar positive responses shown by a recipient of kindness, gifts, help, favors, or other types of generosity towards the giver such as gifts. That's the definition of gratitude. I try to live this every day. Anybody who knows me knows I'm not a saint. I would like even even be being called an earth angel in my mind because I'm still shedding away a lot of guilt and even shame for things that I've said, flipping people off as I get may get a little angry in an intersection, which that doesn't happen uh, much anymore. But there was a time that I'm like, hey, dude, I don't appreciate you, and I want to let you know. Uh, now it's really hard to shake me because I've got a really solid foundation um, that's really based on myself um, and that inner light that keeps me, I don't want to say on the path, because, but real, I guess it really is on the path, <laughs> you know, and that's what gives me hope uh, and keeps me striving forward to be a better version of myself. Uh, so with every day that passes, I'm getting just a little bit better. So like I said earlier, is that today we're really going to focus on the most, seven of the most popular gratitude exercises and activities that I found that work for not only myself, but countless other people that I've known. Now, a lot of people might not truly understand what gratitude does for you. Uh, it's, it's actually quite a bit, and I think people kind of underestimate the, the power behind gratitude. Now, this, the acts of gratitude and the, the thankfulness, even internally, helps you to make friends. Uh, studies have found that thanking a new acquaintance makes them more likely to seek uh, more of a lasting relationship with you. It's been known to also improve your physical health. People who show gratitude report 
fewer aches and pains, and general feeling of health, more regular exercise, and more frequent checkups with doctors than those that don't. It's also been known to improve your psychological health. Imagine that. Grateful people enjoy higher well-being and happiness and suffer from reduced symptoms of depression. It has also been known to enhance empathy and reduces uh, like that aggression. Those that show gratitude less likely are uh, to seek of revenge against others and more likely to behave in <laughs> pro-social manner with sensitivity and em empathy. It's been known to improve your sleep. It's also been known to enhance your self-esteem. Imagine that. So as you pra you're practicing these acts of gratitude, like it's not just being grateful for the things outside of yourself. It's being grateful for the things inside of you. Um, I know a lot of people that are not happy with the way that they look. And it doesn't matter how much weight they've lost or how many surgeries they've been through. Um, they really struggle with that. And I'm like, you know, it's like, I know it's hard to say, and I try not to do this because it's not the, it's not the same, but I'm like, it's like, we should all be grateful that we can walk. And even if you can't walk, you're still alive. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it, it's something so simple. The fact that you can breathe without assistance, or if you can breathe, you can breathe or you need to breathe with assistance, at least you're still alive. You know, I've got family members, you know, that have struggled with um, addiction, you know, and these are people that are close to me. And it's, it's tough to turn that train around when you're like, you know what, my life, my life is really tough. And I never want to take away from that. I never want to dismiss how tough life can be because life can kick you in the teeth. You know, I, I've experienced I've experienced that a time or two or three or four or five or six. Sometimes it's not even life kicking me in the teeth. It's myself uh, kicking, kicking me, kicking myself by not taking care of things that I needed to take care of. You know, so I never want to take away from that. However, I do know from my own experience and also science kind of backs this up that sometimes you do have to slow down and find the things in your life that you appreciate and allow your mind to focus on those things so you can get more of those things. It's also been known to increase your mental strength. And grateful people do have an advantage, advantage over overcoming trauma and enhanced resilience, helping them to bounce back from highly stressful situations. And that's based on a study that Morin did back in 2014. You know, that right there is huge. I know for myself, losing my dad... Um, is by far the toughest thing I've ever experienced. And I, I, I could probably speak that for my entire family, but it was extremely tough. But what people, many people don't know is that um, prior to that, I had a girlfriend that left, cheated, did, did her thing. But even in that moment, I was grateful because it allowed me to mourn. I'd never mourned anything. And what I mean by anything, I've lost some friends over the course of years. I've lost some family. Um, but not quite like this. So I mourned and it was, it was really weird, you know, cause I'm, I've always been real good of, I'll deal with this later or I won't deal with it. Let me just stuff this. However, this time I'm like, you know what? I need to process this. 
This is my, the things that have served me in the past no longer serve me. I'm in a healthier space and I'm going to figure out how to do this. Let me tell you that morning process lasted three days. I don't really remember much of it except sitting on the couch and not really leaving the house. And I'm like, is this feeling ever going to end? And then my logical mind's like, of course, dude, nothing lasts forever. Not even your life lasts forever, at least on earth. It doesn't last forever. So the logical piece, I knew it wouldn't last forever. I'm like, can you give me a timeline of how long this is going to take? And there is no timeline. It took as long as it took. And for me, it took three days. Now, what I didn't know is that shortly after that, my dad was going to pass. Now, that shit right there, pardon my language, but that stuff right there was like, I don't even, it was like being hit by a Mack truck. Um, However, there were so many beautiful things that came out of that. And I'm talking about in the moment. As my dad died, and I'm not talking about in the moment like as he's passing, but I mean, mm, hours later, days later, so many beautiful things that came from that. And it seems kind of morbid. It really pushed me to get out there and start living my best life. That my time here is uh, numbered. I don't know how long I have. I have people that could tell me, but I don't want to know. I don't want to know. So this is really about me living my best life, and that's why I created this podcast. Um, it's helped me to, to find my way. It's helped to align me with people that were already in my life, but um, pushed me a little bit harder to, to do the things that I need to do to help people. So I'm getting there and I'm moving. But that's really great. Like how gratitude has really changed my life. Those are just a few experiences. But they have really helped to make me into the man that I am now. And it makes me a better father, a better boyfriend, a better son, a better brother, a better person. Um, as I allow this light to fill my being. And then I could share my light with other people and help them find their way. Um, so that part's been absolutely beautiful for me. So that's really what gratitude has been known to do for you from a scientific perspective, but also from my personal perspective. Now, when I say I want to really focus on the seven of my favorite gratitude exercises and activities, there's a lot out there. You know, there's absolutely a lot. I took a class by my dear friend. She's a psychic medium and she had us journaling. Now, I was already journaling before, and I did some gratitude stuff, but this, my intention behind this journaling was a little bit better, and it came at a really good time. I don't think there's ever really a bad time to start journaling, um, but that's one of my favorite activities, is to list three to five things that you're especially grateful for, and they could be big, they could be small, uh, it doesn't matter, it's just literally writing them down you will notice that over time, some of the things may repeat, but you start seeking out the beautiful things that you're grateful for in your life. Now, some people will do it once a week. Some people will do it daily. My encouragement would be to do it daily. And if you're having a hard time with five, start with three. And setting an alert, alarm on your phone, it takes next to no time at all. Now, initially, it may take you a little bit of time to quiet your mind. I'm like, what are three things that I'm thankful for? I could tell you sometimes I start with when my feet hit the ground. Left foot always lands first. I'm not really sure. Thank you. And that's me thanking the universe, thanking God for giving me another day. That's number one. 
that's as I'm getting out of bed, that's my number one thing that I'm thinking, thank you for not taking me and allowing me to find my way and not giving up on me. You know what I mean? Um, that's the, the first thing. Now, I don't write that every day. Am I thankful for it every day for another another day here? Hell yeah, I am. I'm very, very excited, you know, to, to keep pounding this earth, you know, sharing my message uh, with the world or at least with the 23, 24 of you that are listening to this podcast. It has really helped to shape my life because you can go back through and take a look at the things that you've been thankful for. And sometimes, like I said, it's as simple as I'm thankful for those heated seats. And I laugh and giggle uh, now. I was even laughing and giggling then. I'm like, what? where did I go wrong in my life that I'm rolling with the window down because it's stuck and my heater just happens to not be working right now and it happens to be 30 or 40 degrees? Why couldn't it have happened in summertime? But I really chose to focus on those beautiful things um, that kind of kept me going. So journaling is my number one thing. Something very easy to do. Go to the dollar store, pick yourself up a journal. You can date it yeah, per entry, three to five. Three to five things that you're most grateful for in the day. And it could be a conversation you had with someone else. It could be a conversation you had with yourself. And, you know, you do this a couple of weeks. Imagine living your life without the things you're grateful for. You know what I mean? And it, all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? I'm grateful for this beautiful house that I live in. It's not always kept up the way that I like. Um, but I'm very grateful for it because it could be worse. It could be a whole lot better. You know what I mean? Or you could even start off your reading, uh, writing by imagine your life without the things you're grateful for to begin your writing. That should definitely boost your gratitude barometer. You know what I mean? Something so simple. Another one that I absolutely love is a gratitude jar. Now, the gratitude jar is uh, it's a, stunning, a stunningly simple exercise, and it has a profound effect on your well-being and outlook on life, and it only requires a few things. You could even use a box if you wanted to, um, but you decorate a jar or a box, and you, you want to make sure that you have a pen and paper or a pencil for writing your gratitude notes. You decorate the jar or the box as you see fit. Make it make it look fancy. You know what I mean? And you might even, you could hide it if you wanted, or you can put it in plain sight so everybody can see, you know? Um, and people will want to know, why do you, what, like, what's that box for? What's that thankful or gratitude box for? And it creates that conversation. So you decorate it as you'd see fit. And... Probably the most important part is not really the decorating, which I think that part is kind of fun and it's exciting. And you could even have your kids do this. It's the most important part is one of the, making it part of your daily practice of thinking about three things throughout your day that you're grateful for. And it could be something as simple as coffee, having coffee from your favorite coffee shop or focusing on the love that you have for your significant other or one of your dear friends. Do this every day. Write down what you're grateful for and just on little slips of paper and throw them in there. I mean, if you're feeling really fancy, you could even use colored paper. And then when you look at it over time, you'll see the jar filled with a multitude of, of, of things you're grateful for and the different colors creates that contrast. You know what I mean? 
you're ever having one of those days where it's just like, man, this is not my day. Open that bad boy up and go through 20 or 35 of them. Now, I think the trick to that is grabbing 20 or 35 of them, hold that first one. And maybe it's not the, I'm so grateful for the coffee at the coffee shop. I think that's filled with emotion, but probably not as much as I spent time with my grandmother uh, taking her to lunch, and we had a grand conversation about how she grew up. Holding that note, closing your eyes, and feeling how you felt when you were sitting there with your grandmother. You know, riding that energy wave, and I know a lot of you guys are, are, are in the South. You know, I've got some people listening in Texas and a lot of my friends and family listening back in Oklahoma uh, and, and, and people that don't believe in that. However, I could tell you this, we all have had those experiences that are not so pleasant that we think about and it, bring, it floods in those emotions back to that current state. Same thing works for positive emotions. You know, I call it energy. You can call it emotion. Call it what you want. Give it a go. Focus on those beautiful things in your life, and it will change your outlook. And even if it's just for a few minutes, hold that energy. Hold those thoughts. Hold that, those emotions. Hold those vibrations. Something so simple. Carry the little piece of paper around with you. You know, so that's something, a very simple practice. You know, less than five bucks. Man, you, most of us have shoe boxes floating around, and you convert a shoe box. Or one of those mason jars, which I absolutely love. That's maybe my Oklahoma roots coming out. I drink water out of those things and coffee and stuff. But something so simple. The next one is a gratitude rock. Now, I know, once again, I've got a lot of listeners um, from all over the United States. I've also got um, a gal down there in Australia that listens in. So this may be a little bit different depending on where you're located geographically. However... um, we have gym fairs here in the Pacific Northwest. I live in the land of the hippies, which I'm finding that I actually align with a lot of their thought process. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Take your butt to a rock shop or a gym fair or a crystal fair, whatever you want to call it, and just wander around and look at the stones and find something that you'd like to carry with you. Could be big, could be small. It could just be a reminder. You know what I mean? And I will often carry stones um, or crystals or in my pocket. You know, I don't like them banging against my chains because I don't like that clinking sound. That actually drives me nuts. However, I do like putting my hand in my pocket, taking my rock out, and just rubbing it with my hands. I'm also infusing it with energy. However, I do enjoy the process of just holding it sometimes. And that's my, that's my gratitude rock. Now... The secret to this particular exercise is that the rock is just a symbol. Heck, you can pull a rock out of the river. Really, you could use anything. It doesn't even have to be a rock. It could be a paper clip. It's just the thought. You know, it's the energy behind what you're carrying with you of like, you know what? I'm going to focus on gratitude right now. Holding that rock as my car breaks down or I have a flat tire. There's no jack. You know, (laughs) there's no jack in my BMW. You know what I mean? Who would have ever known? Well, Mr. Cartwright found out real quick that I don't have a jack in there. So I know now that there's no jack in my, my BMW 745. Who would have known? You know, but really what this gratitude rock is about, it's just, it's just a reminder. 
and you don't carry this rock around in your pocket. Leave it on your desk where you can see it throughout the day or even wear it on a chain around your neck. And ladies, I think it's a lot easier for you to get away with that um, as there's so many beautiful necklaces that are out there. Guys, I mean, myself personally, I've got prayer beads that I wear around my neck, you know. Um, and it's like I said, it's just a reminder that um, I'm, that that those acts of gratitude and turning back inward are just a step away, you know. And it's one of those things that you can, whenever you see it or touch it, pause for a minute and think about at least one thing that you're grateful for. And it could be something as small as the sun, the sun shining down on you at this moment. For me, that's a big one because I absolutely love the sun and it's often cloudy up here in the Pacific Northwest. It's like living in London. You know, it's, you got all those overcast days and it's just a bit much. So I find that I'm very, very, very grateful for when the sun comes out. You know, it's one of those, another one of those things that you can take the stone out of your pocket uh, or offer your body at the end of the day and take a moment to remember the things that you were grateful for throughout the day. So many of us, not myself, but many of us are creatures of habit where we put our, our, our purse in the same spot, our keys, our wallet in the same spot. I kind of put things wherever they happen to land, which this process wouldn't work so much for me. Um, however, because so many of us are creatures of habit, Go through that process, and then when you put it back in your pocket in the morning, repeat that process, and remember what you were grateful for the day before. Something so simple. And, and not only can this process help you to remember the things that you're grateful for, it could also trigger many mindfulness moments throughout your day. You know, so I love that one, but I also like having little stones in my pocket with nothing else, just... I pull that out, hold on to it for a minute, and it allows me to just kind of refocus and really focus on what am I grateful for in the moment. That's an absolutely beautiful one. The gratitude box is essentially like um, the gratitude jar. You know, there aren't really a lot of differences between the two. Now, this one, you what you could do if you wanted to, to add a little twist to it, on the gratitude box... The gratitude box is just a thoughtful way to share your feelings with your loved ones and cultivate your own sense of gratitude. This is another one of those easy activities that require only a box, paper, pen, pencil to write down your gratitude messages. And you could make the box yourself, um, or you could even buy pre-made boxes. When I was selling Mary Kay, I would buy pre-made boxes at the dollar store or wine bags at the dollar store. And you can kind of doctor those up however you see fit. Now, with this, on the paper, you can write down a heartfelt message of gratitude to your loved one. If you're not sure how to start this one, here are a couple of suggestions on how to begin your message. Thank you for, and then dot, 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 write down whatever you're thankful for. This is what I love about you. And add that into the box. My holiday wish for you. We always, here stateside, we got a million and one holidays, um, many of which I, I love. There are a handful that I don't care so much about, but that's my own thing. However, this is your box. Do whatever you want with it. Then what you can do is that you can collect the messages from other people, you know, and share it with your loved one. 
You know, there's nothing more. And if you guys do this together, man, husband and wives, with fr- you're sharing it with friends of like, hey, let's have two boxes and let's write what we appreciate about each other. In these boxes, you go have a nice lunch or maybe even a co- or share it over a coffee of like, let's exchange boxes. Myself, I'm a little more sensitive than I was uh, 10 years ago, five years ago, that this for me would be like a... Uh, Christmas, except my eyes would be filled with joy, and well, my my body would be filled with joy, but my eyes would be filled with tears, because it's the heartfelt messages that hit me the most. It's not the the gifts. I mean, by there's not a lot that I desire to have anymore. However, to have someone spend an absorbent amount of time, I guess, over the course of a year, even if there were only fifty in there. 50 messages of what they are grateful for, you know, about me would hit me real hard, you know. So that's just another idea. I absolutely love, you know. There's also, here's some gratitude prompts. Now, for a lot of people, they're like, well, so every day I write, I'm thankful for. I'm like, yeah, you know, you could. I don't mind doing that because it's so easy for me to find the things that I'm thankful for. Now, these gratitude prompts is a great way to start your journal entry. And here's just a few ideas. Uh, You could take these, roll these into your journal. You take these, roll these into the gratitude jar. But it allows you to focus. So for people that are having a hard time, I'm grateful for these three things that I hear. So that one's a a doozy for me because I imagine... What would my life be like if I couldn't hear? You know, if I couldn't hear the tone of your voice, or I couldn't hear the birds chirping in the background, or the fan from the bathroom, you know what I mean? Uh, vibrating, like I could, I could hear it. What would my life be like without that? What are the three things that I'm, that I'm grateful for? I love the sound of rivers, which puts me in a trance. Oceans are even better. That shh. That, that sound, I will sleep on the beach, which is weird because I don't like sleeping in public places like that. But I could tell you this, that that ocean puts me in a trance every stinking time. So here's a, uh, another 7, 8, 9, 10 prompts that you may want to use. I'm grateful for these three things that I see. I'm grateful for these three things that I smell. I'm grateful for these three things that I touch and feel. I'm grateful for these three things that I taste. I'm grateful for these three blue things. Huh, see, that's stretching your imagination. What three blue things am I grateful for? I can tell you the sky is number one. You know, um, blue eyes really stand out to me. And I don't know why. I don't know, like, like, when you break down humans, how many people have blue eyes. But I've seen some blue eyes that pop that I'm just like, oh, my gosh, your eyes look like the sky. Um... And that's one of those things I'm grateful for. And sometimes these are just strangers that you meet in, in local coffee shops. I'm grateful for these three animals. You know, and I know a lot of you guys are animal lovers. I'm grateful for these three friends. I'm grateful for these three teachers. I'm grateful for these three family members. Ooh, yeah, and it says three. You can change three to six, seven, eight, nine, ten, however many people you're grateful for. And there's no limitations on this. I'm grateful for these three things in my home. I'm grateful for these three things, these three people who hired me. You know, the list goes on. 
And it really is just your imagination. How far are you going to take this? Now, um, for myself, I really enjoy walks. Um, it's sometimes tough getting out there to get it started, and a lot of it's because I will allow my mind sometimes to just run rampant and allow that little voice to be like, dude, just stay inside, read your book. Well, it's 70 degrees outside, and I should be outside. And it's that should that creates that contrast instead of like, dude, let me put on my Crocs and go for a walk. This exercise really is about, I mean, you could set a, a, a time period if you'd like. But find yourself a nice little place that you find to be peaceful. And when you're going for this walk, I mean, myself, I don't, I often won't listen to music. Um, but this is just the way that I operate, is I want to be able to process a lot of my thoughts and feelings. So I will often sit in silence and it drives, it drives some people nuts. But I enjoy, I enjoy the silence because it's really never silent because I've always got things in my mind that I'm processing. And so that time is vital to me. Now this gratitude walk, the walking itself is very therapeutic. And I think most of you guys know that, that it has many health benefits. And it, but it does increase your endorphins. And it decreases stress related to heart and circulation in the body. And it decreases that, uh, that lethargic feeling. And it also decreases your blood pressure. Um... And then when you couple this with healthy activity, with grateful state of mind, you're bound to nurture a positive mind and body. And that's by a study that Rickman did back in 2013. So it's like, it doesn't take a lot, you know. And the goal of this gratitude walk is really just to just observe the things that you see around you as you walk. See, this is right up my alley. Uh, take it all in. Be aware of nature, the color of the trees, the sounds of the birds. I just learned the other day that in Australia they have these magpies and that these magpies have been known, if you get too close to the nest, to dive bomb you, which reminded me of a situation that me and my family had when we were in Colorado, that my younger brother, Ken, kept getting dive bombed. Why Ken out of all my siblings and my mom and my dad? I'll never know. And it must have been something energetically, but they really targeted Ken. So that brought great memories back to me. Uh, anyway, sorry, I, I digress, but it's really about that, those observations. Notice how your feet feel when you step on the ground. And hopefully this is an easy, uh, an easy way for you to express your gratitude for all the things that you're experiencing in the present moment. You know, um, there's another exercise that's called grounding, which I probably won't touch on, uh, today. However, feel free to take off your shoes for those of you that can. I, I, I realize that if you suffer from diabetes, it's probably not the best exercise for you to take off your shoes and walk around in the grass. However, if you're capable of doing that, or in the sand or in the water, do that and uh, feel that connection with the earth. And people don't often understand why they feel so good on the coast or the beach, wherever you, you may live. Um, and it's that grounding process and become, kind of becoming one with the earth. So... That's, that's the gratitude walk. I think it's one of the most simple things. It doesn't require that you write anything down. It's literally just an observation. If, if you could put your phone in your pocket and just be present in the moment. 
which I think is hard for us in 2019 to do. I find that often older people are a little bit easy. It's a little bit easier for them to do versus the younger generations. Um, even I fall into that trap, and I'm starting to consider myself old now, which is kind of scary. Now, I can tell you that I've created some uh, a worksheet that I will be sharing, and I'll share that on my website, and uh, you, you'll be able to find it tonight or tomorrow on on angelsintheking.com, and I, I'll be more than happy to, to share that with you. And it's just another way for you to show... Um, your gratitude, not not towards me, but <laughs> unless you are grateful for me, but uh, grateful for the things that you have in your life. Now, the last one, if you're not real big on all this writing stuff and it takes too much time, you could also download uh, gratitude apps. And the nice thing about these apps is they will send you reminders or notifications that, hey, it's time for you to log in the things that you're grateful for. I'm not here to knock any process. We live in that age where people don't want to necessarily journal anymore or spend a lot of time in reflection, and that's okay. It's not my life, and it's not, my, it's not up to me to tell you how you should live. So, But I do know a lot of people that enjoy these gratitude apps. And like I said, it's just a quick way to go in there and, and write what you're grateful for. Just just very, very simple, and I, I love simple I find the best way for you to create a practice is to practice ritual is is really to find a set time that you can do it every day or once a week for those of you that is like you know what Saturday's my day that I that it's not so busy then hey do it on Saturday if you have time throughout the week to do it then by all means do it throughout the week um, it's really about what's going to serve you best. And I tell you, the more you do it, it you, you'll start creating these lists, and you'll be surprised at the amount of things that you're grateful for. So it doesn't it doesn't take much time at all. I think initially, the thought of just sitting down for three minutes and and jotting down what's going on uh, for some people may take a while, but it's a very quick process, and it really helps you to focus on all the beautiful things that you have in your life that you're grateful for, um, which I think is underutilized in our day-to-day -day life because we get so caught up in just the way that we live. And some people feel like life just happens to us. And I'm like, well, I do believe that we're co-creators. So how do we play our part in this? And how do we start to take back control and asking for assistance? And I really think that it starts with becoming grateful for the things that you have in front of you. Uh, start there and then move, move outward. So some of these seven ideas may not work for you. I can tell you this, that you can create your own gratitude ritual or practice. You know, and some people don't like the word ritual, but it's really about creating that habit. You know, that gratitude habit. And it can be tough, just like when you're creating any other new habit. That it's going to take you close to 28 days to master this. So my suggestion would be to set alarms, but I'm going to, I'm going to go through how to create a habit around um, whatever type of practice or activity serves you best. So one thing that you can do that, that will help you to kind of cultivate this new part of you 
is to sit somewhere comfortably, close your eyes, and just take several deep breaths. Think of something good that's happened to you recently. Or think about a person or an animal that you love. Think about an occasion when you were honored or appreciated by others, which I I love that one. Um, Think about your present situation and what's going on in your life and really focusing on those positive things. You know, that's something so simple. I like the word mindfulness exercise, as sometimes people get a little scared by the word meditation, and that's that's okay. That's okay. I had a conversation with my sister about that, mindfulness exercises over meditation, and sometimes I feel like certain things are just kind of like a play on words. Now, if you're really wanting to create this new uh, um, practice or mindfulness exercise, It's really about being committed to your practice. There will be days that you don't feel like doing anything other than finding reasons to be grateful, you know, and there are times that, you know, that um, you won't feel like doing it, you know. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. And just begin your practice. Just do it. Sit down with a pen and paper or at the computer if that's easier for you and start with a prompt like, I am grateful for and fill in the blank. You may need to sit and think for a while, and that's okay, too. If you give it time and put effort in, it will come. And like I said, there are, there are times I'm grateful for water, and some people that don't know me don't understand that the water helps to ground me, and it actually helps to lift my overall mood, something so simple. And I drink a lot of water, but not as much as I should. I should be drinking probably close to two gallons a day, um, and I'm falling short of that big time, but those are one of those things, something so simple brings me so much joy and energy. Um, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought here, uh, but starting off with the, that, that prompt of I'm grateful for, and like I said, it will come to you, you just have to sit there and be still for a little bit. Write it down. Sometimes thinking about what you're grateful for is, uh, will not be enough. Be sure to write down what you're grateful for. Writing can be a powerful impact that just thinking may not bring about. Feel it. So that's that sitting in the feeling of, of why you feel grateful and embrace the entire, the entire piece. Let it come up through your heart and throughout your body and savor that feeling. There are certain things that people have said. You know, often when I'm sitting with people and I'm giving guidance, you know, it, it comes from my heart. It's beyond me. You know, it's beyond me. And then when I get these uh, this feedback, it hits me hard uh, in a good way. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I was just speaking my truth. But those are the things that I'm grateful for. And I'm grateful for, for honest feedback. I don't need to be flattered. But the honest feedback allows me to grow and realize what's working for certain people. Something so simple, but I tell you, I will definitely ride that energy into the day because it puts me on a high like no other. Choose a time and and a day to do it. So if you're not going to do it every day, what days are you going to do it? Monday, Wednesday, Friday, immediately after work, prior to bed? Set a time. This could be extremely helpful when you're starting a new practice. You know, So keep that in mind. Do it first thing in the morning or last thing at night. Figure out what's going to work for you. Practice that present moment gratitude. Now, this one may take you a while, um, 
but allow yourself to be present and fully appreciate each thing that you're grateful for as it arises. That could be something as simple as, Kingsley, I love your hat, and I wear these hats that say love. You know, and I love that hat. I made it myself. Um, I love that hat, and I wear that more than I wear my Yankees hat or my, my Giants hat or any of that mess. I just, I absolutely love it. But be present. Um, it doesn't take long. So while you may be writing these things down at the beginning or the end of the day, make sure that you notice all of the things for which you're grateful as they pop up throughout your day. Don't be afraid to share your gratitude. Find a gratitude partner to share your list of things of which you're grateful for and discuss your challenges and your successes with and motivate you when you're not filling up to the task and vice versa. You know, it's almost, well, I guess, as a gratitude partner, but that's like an accountability partner, you know. And I, I tell you, when you're able to share your those beautiful things with people, your your gratitudes and also your challenges and successes uh, throughout the day, it's going to bring you closer. Don't stop when you when you when you're not seeing the results that you want. Though I know it may be tempting once you get this process started to just stop of like you know what I feel still feel negative. It's okay. Just keep doing it and keep focusing on the things that you're grateful for. Um, and then there's also some other work that can be done that helps you to evaluate the thoughts that are running through your mind. Make sure that you're committed to your practice, whether you find it to be beneficial in your current moment or not. So don't allow your mood to dictate whether you should do your gratitude practice or not. Even in my worst days, even in my worst days, I find things to be grateful for. Such as, even when my dad had passed, the day that he had passed, and I'm sitting here, and I'm waiting to hear back of, like, was he resuscitated? Um, my dad came to me in an image, and he said that he's okay. Now, is that what the F I wanted to hear? I knew that meant that he had passed on. You know what I mean? However, I was grateful for that moment. Still kind of a tough one because I really miss him. You know what I mean? But even in that freaking moment, the ugliest day I'd seen in a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? I still found something to be grateful for that day. I couldn't drive up to be with my family because I was a mess. But I still found things to be grateful for. Um, life has a way of working out like that. Um, let's see. Also allow yourself to be human. It's okay to miss a day here and there. Um, that's just, like I said, that's just that part of being human, but don't give up on the practice overall. We're all going to make mistakes. And if you're having, having trouble coming up with anything, at least write something like I'm grateful for, I'm writing my gratitude list. You know what I mean? That's something so simple, but it helps to keep you going. So with that being said, that's going to wrap up this episode of, of Angels and the King, where we really focused on seven of my favorite acts of uh, gratitude, whether it be through an exercise or an activity. I hope that you found some value in this. This, was, this podcast went a little bit longer than I thought it was going to, um, but there was a lot of information that was shared, so I hope that you found it to be valuable, and I appreciate you listening in today. So next week, we are really going to focus on the power of intention. 
this is going to be a good one because I think there are a lot of us that don't understand our self-talk and how it plays such a vital role in our day-to-day living. So until then, stay up, love you lots, and take care of yourself and each other. God bless. Thank you.